0: Welcome to the Defining Leaders podcast. Defining Leaders was founded by the idea that together is better. We started as a virtual community that worked together to help develop and lift each other up, helping to boost one another's careers and make work a better place to be. We wanted to grow that community, so we decided to bring it here. I'm your host, Kristin Gupta, the connector of people, and this is Defining Leaders, where together is better. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have some guest speakers. We have Rick Kent, Sarah Deakin, Julie Weigand, and Anne Wicker. And I I'm so excited about this topic. It's The Pursuit of Happiness. And if you've never seen the movie, I'd highly recommend it. When we were promoting this event as our webinar type event, I was using some pictures from the movie The Pursuit of Happiness, but One of the things that I love about it is is a quote from the movie. And that quote is that in the Declaration of Independence, they tell us about the right to the pursuit of happiness, not the right to happiness. And it makes you think about this. Happiness is not necessarily a state. Happiness is more of a journey. How often do we go through our lives And just experience life and let it happen to us, but not recognize those little moments, not recognize when we're hitting our milestones, and just go through it and not appreciate what we are accomplishing it's how often do we make it about the next destination, the next destination, and not about the journey that we're on. So I loved our conversation that we had in our webinar today. I wanted to continue that conversation in the podcast as well. And I've asked Rick, Sarah, Julie, and Anne to stay on with us and tell us a little bit about what they found with it. So who wants to share a little bit about what your takeaways were from today's conversation? Go ahead, Sarah. Can I
1: say a little bit? I was thinking about this conversation yesterday yesterday even maybe the day before I woke up from a dream last night with a thought about happiness (laughs) and I I wrote it down by the side of my bed. And it was, I was thinking of how people I've worked with as a coach and even my own self, you know, we get fixated on different goals to the circumstances that might be bringing us down. And the question that came to me when I woke up from my dream was can I still be happy even if my circumstances never change? And in our conversation in our group, we, we did talk about the, the concept of choice and choosing happiness from, from inside instead of just waiting for something to change or that kind of thing. You know, there was an, a group member that talked about saying yes to new things, new opportunities, even if it made them uncomfortable because that it allowed them, like you said, to experience the
0: journey in a much richer way. Oh, I love that, Sarah. Just like love is a verb, happiness can be a verb. It doesn't just have to be an emotion or a feeling. That's such a different way to think about it, isn't it? Thank you. Rick, you said that you had something that you wanted to share as well.
2: Yes, Kristen. One of the um, th- big points that came up in our group conversation, we had some excellent people in our group, was the the process of making memories along the journey and the choices that can or cannot be made in terms of making those memories. And we, we've all had situations in our lives where we've had those choices. It's like a, a journey in a car or, or even a hike. Do you, do you take the turn off to the right, the branch to the right, or the branch to the left. And quite often, in our lives in, in the fast-paced course of our lives we get too caught up in accomplishing the end goal or getting to the end goal and we don't take enough time to stop along the way and make some memories and enjoy the ride and you know i can think back when you know i was you know younger and our, our, my children were younger and we used to take tr- a trip with another couple and I, one specific trip was over to the um the, the dunes on the western coast of Michigan along Lake Michigan and we spent the whole first day rushing to get there, and we nobody was happy. We didn't enjoy ourselves. The second day, we made several stops along the way and just did some fun things rather than get to the end destination. And along the way, lots of fun memories were made, whether it was stopping at a st- silly hot dog stand. and. And getting these crazy, unusual-looking things to eat, or whether it was bumping into this old guy in a porch that was sitting there with a shotgun, it looks like he was guarding his house. It was just like really fun things. And when we talk about that trip, we don't talk about where we ended up um, in, you know, in Holland, Michigan, or whatever, wherever we're going. We talk about the, the stops along the way, and and that's really what life's all about: is making those memories and taking the time and effort to make those memories along the way. That's what you remember when you're 80 years old, talking to friends or family about some of the fun things you did in life. You don't remember about some of the more technical things, I guess. And choices always have to be made, but uh, many of us just agreed that it, you know it's so darn important to make those memories, enjoy the, the moment and enjoy the journey along the way.
0: I'm so glad that you brought that up, Rick, because it really is often about the journey and that's such a great descriptor To what the pursuit of happiness is, is how it's about the journey. Think about college. Is college just about the degree? If it is, I mean, you probably didn't have the same college experience as I did. A lot of times when I think back to college, I think of it as one of the best times in my life. Think about having kids. Is it about getting your kids to grade school? Is it about getting your kids to high school? Is it about getting your kids to college? Or is it about enjoying your time as a family? Sarah, this is what you work with with your clients all the time. Is helping them to appreciate what it's like to be a parent in the now, not just get so wrapped up in their work or get so wrapped up in being a parent that they forget to love being a parent as well. Julie, we talked about this in our small group today in. In our session itself, you're on a journey right now. Can you are you open to telling us a little bit about your own journey?
3: Yes, yeah, so I was just gonna highlight that. You know, a lot of what's said that we've discussed today is learning to appreciate the journey and not just the end goal. And um, what we need to remember and do our due diligence on is that learning how to appreciate when your goal change, goals change and it's out of your control. Um, Right now I'm on a journey was laid off and have been laid off. And it's been both extremely exciting and happy and full of rest and extremely sad. And I lost a lot of confidence along the way, but have rebuilt it back up even stronger than what it has been before, because I'm learning how to appreciate this journey that I'm on this time of rest that I'm in. And it's about being self-aware and mindful, like we discussed in our small group earlier and learning how to appreciate the learning moments and the happiness through your trials and tribulations.
0: Exactly. Uh, as, As Rick was talking about before, Julie, isn't life like a really, really, really long road trip? And if the only thing we focus on is the destination of that road trip, now we all know that two things are inevitable, death and taxes right? And if the only thing that we focus on is, all right, what's next, what's next, what's next? And we don't actually stop to appreciate those moments as you talked about in your journey. And sometimes those moments are when we're job seeking. Guess what, Julie? We've all been there. We've all been in that situation. But often when we're in that moment, it can be pretty easy to feel isolated. It can be pretty easy to feel alone and not appreciate that moment for what it could be. And that's a, a journey of your own self-discovery and potential growth, if that's how we treat it. If instead we only treat it as my next step is finding a job and that's it, that can be really challenging and really detrimental to ourself as well and how we view ourselves. So thank you for sharing. I really appreciate it. And what are your thoughts on this topic? I can add on to
1: that. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I, I was just thinking and listening to Julie speak and and you, I had a moment yesterday where I was in a situation, I was feeling very anxious and upset and I actually found happy there. It was really an interesting experience because the work that I've done, I, I was able to just be there in the moment and have compassion for myself and actually appreciate my ability to experience this dynamic range of emotions which not only allowed me to move through the difficult emotions but expanded me into this this place of love and appreciation and and even happiness for having the ability to have rough times (laughs) which is really interesting
3: yeah I think I love that you mentioned compassion, having compassion for yourself in those rough moments, it really does go a long way. If we don't have these hard moments and these bad moments, how will we even recognize and appreciate the good moments? And it's all part about growth as well, not just to uh, the journey of happiness, but growth. And Rick mentioned that his goals change and his happiness and what that looks like change. And I think if you have those changes, that means you're growing as well. And so your goals and your happiness do change because you're growing in yourself. And I think that's super important. If you become stagnant in life, um, where does that happiness come from?
0: This is one of the things that came up in our conversation as well earlier today, Julie, and that was that if we're on the journey of self-discovery, if we're on a journey of increasing our EQ score, this is one of the most important aspects of starting that journey. And that is the self-appreciation. And that is that, as you had said, Sarah, maybe the best way to term it is that happiness can be a verb and that we can find happiness even in the challenging times. Because unless we learn to do this, that, unless we learn how to discover and recognize the journey journey. For what it is, and recognize when we do hit the milestones and pat ourselves on the back and appreciate what we've come through or what we're in right now. What are we going to be like to work with? What are we going to be like as colleagues or bosses or employees? If this is something that we're good at and we learn to appreciate that moment and live within it. Like I'm a big fan of literature. For those of you that don't know, I'm a lit major from college, but one of my favorite books is Anne of Green Gables. And why does she stick out to people? It's because she's learned to appreciate the beauty in life, no matter what, including the depths of despair, including the greatest of greats. She hones it, but why does she stick out? Not because of her red hair, But because she becomes enthusiastic for the moment, how often do we, as adults especially, let that moment slip by? Any final thoughts on that?
2: Kristen, I'll just chime in real quick. Uh, One of the, um, the other big aspects that came out of our conversation today was the joy and happiness that comes about when you help others. And when you're you're immersed in a situation where you're seeing joy come to others' faces, I was um, looking you know through my LinkedIn feed today and I saw a short video of a family that was reunited with a long-lost puppy over at the Humane Society. For a couple of weeks, the dog had been lost, and, and just the joy that came to that puppy's face after seeing his owners show up, even though he was, you know, locked in a you know, you know, more or less in a cage for a couple of weeks. And you think about all these other situations, many of us have shared helping others, whether it's an elderly parent or, you know, I, I remember watching my, uh, my younger daughter, who's an excellent golfer, um, give some volunteer time over at the missing links driving range to five to seven year olds, helping them just learn the game. And I, I would go over there, even though I had nothing to do with it, to just watch the, the expressions on those kids faces as they were able to hit a shot, maybe the way they wanted to, or whether they were able to do something that they'd never done before. Giving back is so important in that happiness aspect. And, you know, we all came to the same conclusion. We'd highly recommend anybody that's looking for that little extra injection of happiness in their lives to do a little giving back and and, and then experience the joy that others are experiencing when you do it.
0: Absolutely, Rick. I really appreciate you sharing that. And that was one of the things that stuck up to me today as well. So thank you. Sarah or Julie, anything to add? My last thing was just
1: all the different definitions of happiness that came up or the different ways of looking at it, I guess. In our group, we talked about how broadening the definition of happiness intentionally. You talked about using it as a verb, which I guess I talked about in an indirect way just broadening that definition provides so many new opportunities to experience happiness in ways that we may not have expected or thought about when thinking of just a very narrow definition
0: of a goal-based happiness. I love that. Thank you, Sarah. Julie, anything to add?
3: Yeah, what's crossing my mind right now is, you know, really how would someone go about finding happiness even in their saddest, most hardest times. And I think it goes back to being self-aware. And um, one thing I struggled with was when people asked me, what do you like to do? When I was first laid off, what are your true passions? You know, what do you enjoy doing? And, you know, I was so down and out. I couldn't even give an answer. I didn't know what did I enjoy. And I think to find happiness in your bad moments is just taking some time to sit down and maybe make a list. Like, what do I do enjoy? You know, don't think about finances. Can I afford to do this? Don't think about that. And you don't have to action on it, but figuring out what do you truly enjoy? I enjoy baking. I enjoy being outside. I enjoy traveling. And that'll help bring up memories. And then and that, it will stir happiness. And it's just all about taking baby steps in order to find those happiness moments in your hardest
0: times. Absolutely. Anne, how about you, would you like to add anything to
4: that? Sure. I was part of Rick Kent's group and I did mention then what I'll reiterate here. What I really enjoy is finding something with regard to work that gets me totally blissed out. I'm engaged solely in design. When I do reports, Power BI is visual and I really, really have fun with it. When I think of how it's presented to others, I enjoy thinking of their perspective meeting what I think I would like to see and what I think they'd like to see makes me really happy in the moment. And I realized when I'm done with it that I've forgotten all the pain I had. I suffered from chronic pain. I've just been in a state of bliss or happiness the entire time, which can be a long while. I'm really thankful I get some types of tasks at work that I thoroughly enjoy. I also like sharing with others. I train people not as part of my job, but because I'm asked to as an expert in certain things, uh, just like I do in my non-professional life, I've always helped people since I was a young child. I really enjoy that. I shared with someone else how to do, how to manage, administer Power BI from scratch, not knowing anything, to she's the next me designer and administrator of the reporting system that I designed. And she was thrilled. It, it brought me so much joy then like it has other times, successfully teaching someone that they are excited about once they catch on, or even having, if it's a short test, a small aha moment in somebody else's face, they glow, appreciate it. That brings me happiness.
0: And I love that you bring these two things up because for, for your first example, not everybody feels like working in those systems brings happiness. Some people that would be the worst thing in the world, but you have found your own fulfillment. You have found your own zing, your own definition of happiness within that. And it might have been a journey for you to get there as well, but you found it and you're helping other people to then find it as well. So it's really helping to close out the conversation with us today is that not everybody's version of happiness is the same. Many of us view this differently. The whole point of the conversation that we have is not, all right, keep stopping along your path and make sure that you're appreciating the journey. It's that everyone's journey is different. We need to take that moment to recognize when we are in it, try to find more of that to find some fulfillment. It's not always about the dollar. Like you said, Julie, it's often about the giving back. It's often about the making other people like giving something to other people. Sometimes it's not about that either. Sometimes it's about something completely different. Everyone's journey is so different when it comes to the pursuit of happiness. And then also to close, it's a pursuit. It's not a destination. There's never a stage of you got there now, therefore you are happy. It's always this constant revolving wheel of what's next, what's next, what's next. If we allow it to be, how often do we take that moment to be like, okay, I'm not just on a hamster wheel here of life. I can appreciate the moment that I'm in while I'm in it. Mm -hmm. Even if it's in the midst of spreadsheets during the day, it might not be dancing at somebody's wedding. It might not be having kids. It might not be retiring. It could be something completely different. And it's something completely different to all of us. So thank you for joining us on the first step to our self-discovery journey I hope you'll join us for some of our topics in the future as we focus on what makes you unique and how to use some of those unique capabilities to grow yourself and to help grow others as well. So thank you guys for joining us again, Rick Kent, Sarah Deacon, Julie Wagend, and Anne Zwicker for our conversation on the pursuit of happiness today. Looking forward to seeing you guys in the future. Take care. Thank you for joining us for Defining Leaders. We're together is better. Become a part of our community where you can find out more about defining yourself as a leader. The link to join is in the show notes.